On today's show, a huge weekend recap, including the USA's shock loss to Lithuania, Canada send the defending champion Spain home, a bitterly disappointing end for the Australian team at the hands of Luka Doncic, and one of the Serbian players loses a kidney? It's Alexander J on September 4th for B-Ball Bites. Strap in, it's a long one today. Please excuse my voice on today's show. I'm a little under the weather, but basketball never stops for our community. Today's episode is sponsored by Learn to Code with Basketball by Nathan Braun. Check out the link in the show notes for the free preview chapters if you want to learn how to code with real-world NBA examples. We now know the eight teams that have advanced to the World Cup quarterfinals starting Tuesday evening, Australia slash Pacific time. Courtesy of a couple of twists and turns along the way. I'll get to all of those games in a minute. Italy will take on the US. The undefeated Germany will go against the fairy tale run of debutantes Latvia. The winners of each of those games will play Friday in semi-final number one. On the other side of the bracket, Lithuania will take on Serbia and Canada will take on Luka Doncic and Slovenia for spots in the second semi, also Friday night. So how did we get here? When I last left you, we established the second group stage and boy, were there some upsets there. In Group I, Italy stunned Serbia, coming from behind in the fourth, courtesy of Utah's Simone Fontacino, 30 points, including the winning leader from about 10 feet. Serbia's Stefan Jovic had a chance to win it at the buzzer on a long three, but it fell well short. Italy, the surprise winners, 76-78. Bogdan Bogdanovic had 18 points for Serbia, shooting just one of 13 from beyond the arc. The Italians then turned around and held Puerto Rico to just 57 points in the 73-57 victory in Manila to secure top spot in the group and the tiebreaker to move on. Serbia then beat Carl Anthony Towns and the Dominican Republic by 33 points, 112-79. After shooting 1-13 of 13 from distance in that first game, Bogdan Bogdanovic was nearly perfect in this contest. He had 20 points in 22 minutes, shooting 7-7 from the floor, 3-3 from deep, and 3-4 from the line along with five assists and three steals. Cat had 25 for the Dominican Republic on good splits, but they couldn't keep up falling 14 behinds in the first quarter. Also worth noting in Group I, the matchup between the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico, Cat had 39 points, 10 rebounds there, while 25-year-old former Celtic and 2020 G League Rookie of the Year Tremont Waters tallied 37 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists, and 4 steals for PR in a slim victory, 102-97. Moving on, the US suffered a shock defeat on Sunday at the hands of Lithuania. Final score 110 to 104 in the final matchup of Group J. Prior to this game, both teams had already advanced, so progression wasn't on the line here, just pride. Anthony Edwards shot 54% from the floor for his 35 points in 28 minutes, but the US were out rebounded 27 to 43 by the Lithuanians, giving them a wide margin on second chance points. 17 to just two. That proved to be the critical difference as the Americans trailed early in the first quarter. Macau Bridges had a corner three attempt with 10 seconds to go that would have cut the lead to just one, but it rimmed out. He finished the next highest score behind Ant with 14 for the Americans. Lithuania shot 56% from distance for the contest, courtesy of timely contributions from Tomas Dimsa, he had 3 of 4, Vedas Kanakouras, he had 2 of 2, and Mendingas Kuzminskis, he had 2 of 3. In the other Group J games, Nikola Vucevic had 19 as Montenegro beat Greece 73 to 69. Greece lost the second game to Lithuania, 92-67, and then the, the Americans took care of Montenegro, 85-73. And Edwards top scoring again in that one was 17. Although Vucevic had 18.16 rebounds for Montenegro, they were out-rebounding the Americans 49-31 again. So keep an eye on that trend moving forward. Rebounds for the Americans. In Group K, the Australians contained Luka, but not the rest of the Slovenian team. Slovenia winning 91-80 to avenge their bronze medal loss against Australia in the Tokyo Olympics and send Australia crashing out of the World Cup in the second group stage. 
The Aussies were double-teaming Luca for a period, limiting him to just 4 of 9 from the floor for the evening. He found himself in a bit of foul trouble too, but open looks to Mike Toby, who had 18, and Clement Propelic, 11, showed a Slovenian team who had learned to shift and playmake outside of their superstar. The Aussies were led by 25 from Giddy. 35-year-old Joe Ingles went scoreless on three attempts in 26 minutes, and Paddy Mills and Dante Exum. Rough shooting night for both of them, they combined for 9 of 26 from the floor. After the loss, coach Brian Gorshin committed to the media his intention in leading the now 10th-placed Aussies into the Olympics in 2024. In the other games in that group, the Aussies rebounded for a 184 victory over Georgia in their final game. Mills and Dante Exum had a bounce-back performance they combined for 37, while Germany notched near-identical scores. First, they had 100-73 against the Georgians, and then 100-71 against the Slovenians in a game where Dennis Schroeder had a pretty efficient 24, and Luka top-scored for Slovenia with 23. Finally, in Group L, the Brazilians stopped the undefeated streak of the Canadian men's basketball team, a shocking 69-65 victory in Jakarta. Both teams shot less than 40% from the floor and pretty poorly from three. Lou Dort was the only efficient Canadian. He racked up 17 points while his OKC teammate in SGA had 23. But outside of a decent second quarter, poor performances from RJ Barrett, who shot 1 of 8, Kelly Olynyk 2 of 8, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker 1 of 9 proved too costly, Brazil chasing down Canada in the final stanza, courtesy of former Raptor Bruno Caboclo. Again, he's having a great performance on the international stage this World Cup. Caboclo scored 19 points along with 13 rebounds and 3 blocks, all team highs in the win. Earlier that day, Latvia continued their fairy tale run, defeating the number one ranked and defending champion Spaniards 74-69 in the second shot defeat in as many games. Latvia were down 11 points entering the final quarter, but the belief never wavered. A three-pointer by Davis Bertens broke the 65-all deadlock with two and a half to play, and a nice little hook shot by Krukos made it a five-point game with just a minute to go. Bertens top-scored in that victory with 16 points. The combination of those two results set up what might be the biggest matchup of the tournament so far in a winner-takes-all event. The defending champion Spain up against the emerging Canadian team trying to qualify for their first Olympic Games since Sydney in 2000. A thrilling 88-85 triumph to Canada was the final result, doubly as sweet as the win over the defending champions guaranteed them entry into the Olympics. Spain entered the second half up 10, but the Canadians snuck in front by the second half of that third quarter courtesy of some tough interior work and an outside shot from New York Nick RJ Barrett. Spain would, however, regain a 12-point lead by the end of the third to the dismay of all the Canadians watching at home after a thunderous alley-oop by Usman Garuba. Entering the final quarter, it was two threes and a steal early in the period by incoming Houston Rocket Dylan Brooks that narrowed the gap. In fact, Brooks was the only Canadian to score from the floor in the final quarter until there was 3 minutes 45 left on the clock. Brooks again hit another big three with 78 seconds to play, tying it up at 80 apiece, and then Shea Gilders-Alexander put on his best Kobe impression for a long step back too, as Canada regained a slim lead at 82-80. The teams played the free throw game late, SGA made six in a row, but Alex Abrinas still had a game-tying attempt from well beyond the arc. It bobbled on two sides of the rim, eventually falling off of the cylinder to the outside, and with it, Spain's hopes at repeating at this World Cup. Brooks finished with 22 points and a flawless performance from beyond the arc. SGA was immense getting to the line 16 times for some well-needed points on his way to 30, and RJ Barrett chipped in an efficient 16 for him. Willie Hernan Gomez and Santi Aldama, the top performers in defeat for Espanyol, 45 between the pair. 
In the final qualifying game, Latvia beat the pants off of Brazil in a 36-21 third quarter. Eventual winners 104-84 as the Latvian team shot just shy of 50-40-90 splits for the contest. Andreas Gazoulis had 24 for the Latvians, while Bruno Caboclo again led the Brazilians in points, rebounds, and steals. 20.7 rebounds for him. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I did mention at the top of the show a missing kidney. While Serbia's Bosnia Sramanic got hit with an elbow during garbage time against South Sudan last week and went to hospital in the Philippines for scans. As best I can tell from the translated articles, they're starting to pop up in English now, there was a combination of mistakes during exploratory surgery and a lack of specific blood type needed for Sramanic, and he lost the kidney. How would you be? So that's it. Eight teams remain, both Lithuania, led by Pelican Jonas Valanciunas, and Germany, with a wealth of NBA talent, remain undefeated. Canada reached the quarterfinals for the first time in 29 years. The Americans look like they might have a rebounding floor. Luka and Slovenia are out for blood. Latvia look to continue their fairy tale run in a debut World Cup. Serbia have low-key cruised under the radar, and the Italians will be sending prayers for their knockout game against the five-time champions in the US. The US are 12-2 and all-time in international play against Italy. That's it for FIBA World Cup news, but there's a couple more NBA things to iron out before the end of today's show. The Bucks have signed a couple of periphery players. They signed 6'10", Drew Timmy out of Gonzaga. He was a four-year college player, averaging 21 points and 7.5 rebounds in the final season for the Zags. They also signed and waived 22-year-old Alex Atenacumpo, the brother of Giannis, with the intention of keeping his G League rights. They did the same thing to shooting guard Iverson Molinier. The Nets picked up Harry Giles III on a one-year deal. He last played with the Blazers in the 2021 season. And Svi Mikhailuk will be in a Celtics uniform next year. He's had stints with the Lakers, the Raptors, Detroit, and last year in Charlotte, playing 22 minutes a game for them as a forward. He shoots okay from distance, about 40% from three on decent attempts last year for the Hornets. Oh, and how can I forget to mention NBA champion JaVale McGee signed a one-year deal with the Sacramento Kings next year. That's it for today's episode. If you're still here, please consider giving a five-star rating or following the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. No show for a couple days while we wait for the results of the quarterfinals. Today's episode was sponsored by Learn to Code with Basketball, a great book slash course by Nathan Braun. Learning to code isn't hard, you just need to stick with it. I've been wanting to upskill so I can reach a higher salary at my job, but I need to be motivated to learn. I found the book Learn to Code with Basketball by Nathan Braun and immediately realized this was the perfect activity for my learning style. Nathan easily explains new data analytics terms to teach you the basics of Python and modeling using real-world NBA data. There is plenty of appendix files to muck around in too, so it's not just all reading. 
It's super engaging and I'm already creating heat map graphics that I might use for some future sports media content. I enjoyed the free preview chapters so much I reached out to Nathan directly. The book's called Learn to Code with Basketball. You can go to codebasketball.com to check it out. Free preview chapter to see if it's your learning style. See you guys in a couple of days. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.